This is the Editor's Half Hour. Step into the life of an editor for 30 minutes as we discuss the craft of editing, industry trends, and editorial resources. Your host is co-founder and CEO of Peak Publishing, Inc., Nadia Jaja Pupa. She is experienced in all facets of the publishing industry, from editing to design, and works with corporate clients and self-published authors. Nadia and her guests are about to share powerful insights and stories on what it takes to be an editor. And this is your host, Nadia Jaja Pupa. Happy New Year, listeners. It is now 2024. At least I should say it's 2024 when this episode is released. We cannot predict the future, but we are still in 2023 as we record this awesome episode. And I am so excited to talk to Tara Whitaker. She is also a podcaster. She is the podcast host of The Modern Editor. And we have a lot to talk about today. I think this is the perfect timing I'm not even that strategic, but I feel like this is so strategic to talk about uh, New Year uh, resolutions and how we want to run our businesses. And I've got the best guest today. So welcome, Tara. Uh, oh my gosh. Please, <laughs> please introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell Thank our you, listeners. first of all. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Tell our wonderful tell our wonderful listeners a little bit about you uh, and what you do. Oh my goodness. Okay. First of all, yes, thank you. I am so excited to be here. I know this was like a long time coming. We kind of met and then with just life and all of that. So I'm thrilled to right. be here. Thank you so much. Um, I'm Tara Whitaker. I'm gonna try and make this brief because I'm sure many <laughs> of you can identify with path to freelancing being very windy and <laughs> meandering. Yes. Um yes. so I have a marketing degree, I do not have an English degree and a special event planning minor. So I started what? my career as an event planner. Yes. I did not know that. I Very did. Cool. I did. And I loved it. I loved the uh, detail-orientedness of it and all of that. But the hospitality industry is tough. <laughs> you work yeah. hard and you play hard. Um, fast forward, I started as a web content manager uh, at a luxury hotel company. And that... Oh. Uh, wasn't what I was looking for creatively. So I started trying to find something and a college friend introduced me to book blogging. And so I started a young adult book blog in 2010 wow. in the oh, heydays cool. of book blogging. Yes. And, <laughs> and Twitter. And yes. through all of that, I was introduced to all these publishers and authors and, you know, this whole world. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could... I could become an editor. This is like, that would be the dream, but I just didn't know. I don't know if I knew it existed or if I had the qualifications or if I didn't live in New York and all of that. So started a freelance editing business in 2012 and took it full time five months later. And then here we are, uh, what, amazing. 11 years now at the time. Yeah. 11, 11 years. years. Okay. Yep. And so what do you do now? What type what types of things do you edit now? Books, just books or do you do corporate stuff like I do cuz I do both. So what yep. do you do? So I in that 11 years I've done everything. All types of editing, awesome. all types of content. For the past uh I would say 5ish years, I copy edit and proofread romance and mystery thriller suspense <sighs> novels. That's my jam. 
Yes. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I want to do more of those. I want to do more fiction, uh, but I, I just tend to get more nonfiction. Uh, yeah. Things. And I'm the total um, opposite, which is great. <laughs> There's, everybody likes it. something different, right? Right, right. No, that's my dream, though. When I retire, I'm going to just do fiction. I'm not going to do any corporate work. I'm going to just, you There know, you go. Yeah. I'll be living in my mansion somewhere. Just kidding. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> retirement lifestyle. Don't, don't wait till retirement. That's the dream now. <laughs> yeah, if I can afford it, right? right. Um, okay, so let's, let's talk about the podcast. So... When I first launched my podcast, The Editor's Half Hour, I knew nothing about what was out there. I just searched for, you know, I thought, what is out there that's that's needed? And there are millions, millions of podcasts out there for writers, how to write your book, how to publish your book. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I, of course, I'm interested in those things, but my audience I want it to be my people, my people, the editors. So that's when I was like, okay, let's look at what else is out there. Um, Just a handful of podcasts popped up. You were one of them. And I didn't find you until I had launched my podcast. And I was like, the modern editor? Who is this (laughs) modern editor? So we've been, I've been following you all year. I mean, we both have been on each other, like on each other's feeds, on uh, social media, specifically Instagram. I am on Instagram probably the most. Um, and so I've been following you. I love everything you talk about on your podcast, but tell me your podcast journey. So you told, you explained your, uh, editorial career journey and how it was a little meandering. And that's, that's not, I mean, that is common, honestly. I am, I was more of like internship in college. I've only, I've never had a job other than being an editor. And so I kind of wish I had, I I wish I had had some experience in marketing. I don't know what marketing is. I don't literally don't know. It's not in my wheelhouse. I, I, I always refer out for marketing. I know nothing about it. Um, but I've only ever had a job as an editor. So I love hearing about, (laughs) but it's also kind of like, I don't know. We're going to go. I don't want to go off on another uh, tangent, but yes, it is. It's the truth. I've never worked as anything else other than an editor, but, um, I want to know about you, Tara. What did you discover when you were like, okay, you've discovered the editorial world. You've been in it for a while. When was it like, hey, I got to start a podcast. And then it led into other things. Or was it other things that led into the podcast? Because I want to, we got to focus. I got to focus because we got to <laughs> talk about, we got to talk about plans for this year, how to stay focused, uh, business uh, advice. Because uh, I know that you're a coach. So I want to talk about that too. So we got to save time. I'm going to be all over the place, but because I'm so excited, I always do this, but um, (laughs) it's the same. We talked about this. Like you got to rein me in. (laughs) (laughs) You got to rein me in and I'm the host on this. So um, tell me, so tell us about your podcast journey. Sure. So, but to make you feel a little bit better, I have a degree in marketing and I don't know what marketing is. So (laughs) it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. And marketing oh God, a business hilarious. is different than marketing your own business. So yes, you're not yes. missing out on anything. Okay. That. I still feel like I am, but <laughs> I can assure you, uh, we're all just cobbling <laughs> it together as we go. Um, so with the podcast, uh, so I had started the editing part. Fast forward to 2020. We all know what happened in 2020. Um, oh, yeah. I really had a sit down conversation with myself because I had wanted to do a bunch of things, which I'll talk about. And I let fear and imposter syndrome and all the things get in the way of it. And I was like, 
okay, Tara, the world is absolutely on fire. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I mean, it was really, <laughs> that's how I talked to yeah. myself, very point blank. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if I, I just need to do this, maybe it's going to fail. Maybe it's going to be successful, but I have to just try. So yeah. one of the things, the biggest thing was that I wanted to help other freelance editors with their business journeys because I started flailing when I, you know, back in 2011 or 2012, I had no idea what I was doing, where to go, who to turn to. Um, I had not so positive experiences in some editing groups that made me not want to participate in any sort of community. I wanted to change all of that. So I had a group coaching program, six weeks where I helped six people launch their editing business, which was just wild that someone would pay me money to help them. And then that morphed into the freelance editors club, which is my membership community. Yes. Then spinning off of that, I realized I did a lot of coaching unofficially. So I got went through coach training, started doing business coaching for freelance editors. And the podcast had been in my mind that whole time. But again, okay, uh, I had to I talked about this, I think, in my first episode. I had someone tell me they hated the sound of my voice back in the day. I was very self-conscious about it. You know, everybody thinks I'm 10 years old. Just all these silly things. Right. And so I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And then again, I'm like, Oh, we'll keep this rated G, but I was like, heck with it. (laughs) We're going to do it. So in August of 2022, I launched the modern editor podcast and partially, I mean, there's lots of reasons. Number one, I don't like to write, which I know is super strange for some editors that I don't like. No, that's not strange at all. But I don't think people talk about it as much or they never used Mm -hmm. to because I think it was assumed editors like to write and I don't. Mm -hmm. And so I have a blog, but I don't Mm -hmm. do any. I mean, now it's my podcast episodes, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to share information. I wanted a sense of community and I wanted it to be accessible and not behind a pay barrier. Um, So all of those combined, I was like, well, podcast fits that perfectly and I can talk all day. (laughs) <laughs> so You've never run out of things to talk never about. Never run yet. out of things. No. So that's <laughs> I love that's it. how we got to where we are today. I love it. So it was the 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 um freelance editors club that was first established and yes. then led into the podcast. Okay. Okay. Yep. So you're I I'm gonna I'm gonna consider you like my big sister with podcasts because so you launched in 2022, right? I did. And I, I launched in this or I shouldn't say this year, last year, which is 2023. Mm. Well, last year according to when this episode airs. yes <laughs> but so yeah a year later a year later so um i'm just so glad to definitely connect and 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 have our listeners see us connect because there's there's um there's different uh mentalities out there with editors and we talked about this when we finally got to meet one on one before recording this um some editors I, i'm sad that this exists and i don't know why it exists I feel like maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know what what it is or why um, certain editors feel like we're competitors Ugh. or not just the two of us, but just editors in general. And I, yep. this isn't the first time I've heard this. Uh, I met a, uh, there's an editor who's a friend in the SD Pen San Diego Professional Editors Network. We have our great community here locally. Um, and she told me, I'll just name drop Rochelle Funk. She's one of the members of SD Pen. If you're listening, Rochelle, uh, I remember a story she told me years ago at a conference and it was, she's also a writer uh, and it was a writer's conference and she met another editor and the editor was like, 
oh, and then just completely, it was like, I don't want to connect with you. You're a, like, it was clearly like, oh, we're, well, we're competitors in a writer's conference mm-hmm. trying to get gigs. And she was, and she was like, what? So that was her, uh, and, and I, and I, I have not specifically experienced, I haven't been to writer's conferences. I'd like to maybe do that someday. I aspire to be a writer actually. Again, that's retirement life. But, um, but the point is, is that there's this mentality of competition competitiveness, um, you know, a different type of view when one editor meets another editor outside of like a community environment, like outside of an editorial community. Um, And I think that that's a shame. And I'm sad that that exists. I will never be that way. Anytime I meet an editor, it's like glue. And I'm like, let's talk shop. Let's talk shop. Let's compare notes. How can I write my contracts better? What was your client? You know, I I can't wait to get you off this podcast so I could talk to you in private off the record about like nightmare stories, because that's how we learn from each other. Like, oh my God, that happened to you. And then like, (laughs) I, I love hearing those juicy stories because that's how we learn. And I'm not, we're not airing dirty laundry on the podcast. No, maybe. Do you think, by the way, I kind of want to have an episode about this. Like if there's any editor out there willing to share like a juicy story, I would love to hear those. Maybe (laughs) back in like, do you? Okay. (laughs) I'll have you back on. It's back on. We're going to do this because, but we, of course we have to focus. So I wanted to talk about your thoughts on how you you view other editors. Clearly yes. you don't look at other editors as, as competitors because you've created your community. You have a club. I want to be part of this club. How do we get in? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Tell yeah, me everything but, I need to know about it. <laughs> well, and you hit it right on the head, right? Like, and we talked about this when we met one-on-one because mm-hmm. when I'm on Instagram mostly too, and whenever I see you promote a podcast episode, if I catch it, because I'm not on there 24-7, but if I catch it, I promote it. I share it. Yeah. And I had someone DM me and go, it is so strange that you are promoting another editor's podcast when you have your own. And I was like, what? I I was so mind-boggled. Like, that's... That is the mentality, though, right? And that was the mentality yeah. I had when I started. And that was the community I joined in a Facebook group that I posted something and I just got ripped apart. Like, you didn't do this. And what makes you even think you can become an editor? And what education have you had? And da, 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 da. And, and I retreated and was like, well, I'm not going to put myself out there again. And that yeah. is not the vibe. That is the definition mm-hmm. of yucky, yucky editor we'll go with. And I'm going with the vibe of modern editor. We don't do competition we do community we do like it's not pie because someone gets a client that doesn't take away from your client pool like when one of us succeeds all of us succeeds I know that sounds a little woo-woo-y but I really do believe that (laughs) I believe that and transparency with rates and problem clients and you know contracts and all these things that have for the majority of my career been like behind the curtain. Nobody wants to admit their rates. Nobody wants to talk about mm. if they screwed up. You know, of course, that's human nature. Yeah. But I don't like that. I don't want that to be our industry because we already have an uphill climb with some of our clients yeah. being adversarial and the red pen mm-hmm. wielding, you know, ripping apart their content. We already yeah. have to fight that. Let's not have internal fighting too. Let's yeah. let's be friends. Let's be <laughs> We're friends. our biggest <laughs> supporters. Like, yes. We, yes. Because we know what it's like, just like when you said about your podcast, that's why I started mine, too, because there's so many for authors and writers. And of course, there's overlap, but there weren't many for Mm-mm. specific editors. 
And now there's For now there's industry. two more. And I hope there's I more. Know. Like I, I hope, there's, hope more. there's more. I don't I'm yeah. not like, well, nobody else can have an editing podcast now. That's ridiculous. That's what I want. <laughs> That's my goal in life. I want more podcasts. Yes. I want more exposure for editors. Yes. I truly like I honestly get like when I have people on this podcast, you are one of them. Everybody, every single guest on this podcast, I feel like is a celebrity in our community. They I are. feel that like, way I about want you. I, <laughs> I want your signature. I want to. I want to get a selfie with you. Like, like I, I really feel like we we do need to build ourselves up and in our community. Um, like we truly are. I, I mean, in my eyes, all the guests are celebrities. And I said that on the last episode when I had Aaron, and I was like freaking out, like ah. I know. I mean, that's how it is. And I, and I, but that's how it is in my head. It's not like that in, in society and are in the general public. Um, It's, it's that editors are behind the scenes, but here's the thing. Movie directors are also behind the scenes and they get awards and they get recognition and they, and people name drop movie directors. We are essentially book directors. We are, we are movie directors on the page. And, and that's why I feel like there needs to be more. There needs to be more podcasts. There needs to be more recognition. Uh, there needs to be more out there for editors. It just yep. feels like this weird, unregulated thing where anybody can be an editor. And yes, that is true. Anybody can be. There is no degree. There's a certificate. There's no degree in publishing or degree in right. editing. Um, maybe that'll change someday. It may uh, because now with AI, we're not going to go all into AI and talk about it. That was that was the last episode. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> let's give AI a break. We're done. But um, as it does continue to grow, and as we said in the last episode, it is there is still there's always going to be that doom and gloom surrounding that topic. Um, companies are making big mistakes by you know letting go of employees. It's going to come back. I mean, let's just oh, yeah. chill out for a minute. Yep. Chill out, corporate clients. Chill. Uh, it's it's Take not a breath. editors are take a breath. Editors are not going anywhere. You're making a big mistake uh, by relying hundred percent. Use AI as a tool. I'm not saying I'm not knocking it. I took the class on it. Um, it's a tool. So uh, the point I'm making is what is the point I'm making? God, <laughs> going on and Editor, on. I lost my <laughs> editors are friends, not competition. Yes, they're not competition. <laughs> I had to think back. I was like, wait, what were we talking about? I know. What were we talking about? I need your help. You're also a podcaster. So I, that's why I'm, I'm leaning on you. But Tara. I only do solo See? cast right now because I'm oh. not, I'm not organized enough to have <laughs> guests. Yet. That was the plan. Have it, has it happened yet? No, but maybe in 2024. It'll happen, It'll happen whenever uh, you're ready. Uh, um, but it's, it's so much fun talking about it versus, you know, solo casting. I, I feel like I, if I had to listen to myself talk for too long, even I get annoyed. So I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Listeners. No, not um, you, but... me. I mean, <laughs> thanks a lot, Tara. Now we're Thank enemies. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh my kidding. goodness. This um, is, this but... is normal though. I put my foot in my mouth quite frequently. No, 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 no. You know what I meant? I don't like I listening know exactly. to myself speak. Yes. I, I know exactly what you meant, but I think it's go, it's kind of, you know, let's circle back to the fact that editors need to support each other. I think that's really the point I'm trying Bottom to make. Line. I went off and I know I went off on different tangents, but, nope. um, I think that it is essential, especially moving forward. I posted the best quote from Aaron in the last episode, which is we need to stick together. We're in this together. Yes. We're not, we're not, uh, yes, we're, we have to make money. Yes. But where do you get your referrals? I get them from other editors. Yes. I don't get them from, from people out in the world don't know what we do. They don't know the no. levels of editing. They know, they don't even, 
um, they can't begin to understand. Uh, and that's okay. It's not their sure. industry. So sure. where you, where I get my business is word of mouth and through other editors. Do you feel the same? hundred percent. I mean, I've gotten clients from all sorts of, I have gotten a client from cold emailing, like not okay. that I recommend that, but I always do talk about referrals and word of mouth because it's relationship building. Um, you know, editors approach editing in various ways, but how yes. I do it and how I, I guess, coach is very relationship based. Like this is a partnership. This is, you know, we're working together to make this piece of content the best it can be for the reader. I'm not out to change your voice, not out to, you know, again, with the red pen. Um, and the way that that if that approach lends itself very well to word of mouth and referrals, because if they have a good experience, they're going to talk about it. When we have good yeah. experiences with other service providers, we oh, talk yeah. about it. And yes. whether that's testimonials or direct referrals, like, hey, you need to go talk to Nadia or whatnot. Yeah. To me, that's been how I have gotten almost every single editing client that I have. And I work mm -hmm. with mostly publishers. I don't think I'm I don't think I mentioned that. I've worked with self-published authors, but I work mostly with companies and um publishers. Um, but even then, like it was it was a, what am I yeah. trying to say? One job or one client got me another client that got me another client yes. and so on and so forth. That's that's what works that's because awesome. we know that we trust other people's opinions, you know, people that we trust. If they tell us that they had a good experience with an editor, we're going to take that as truth and we're going to yes. reach out to them. It's yes. way better yes. than finding some rando on Google, which can also work. Um, but, <laughs> it might, but it might, but it, there's less of a chance. Yeah, I would be so much more inclined to go with to work with somebody who has somebody has vouched for that person. Absolutely. You know, like, oh, you got to work with Tara. She she's the you know, and I'd be like, oh, OK, you trust whoever that is who gave you that advice. And right. so there's I think word of mouth is one of the strongest and it will it will always be the strongest um, way to get business. 100% so, um, so so let's pretend that we're, you know, in a coaching session, what, how do you, Ooh. how do you structure these? I want to know Ooh. like the juicy details. What's it like in a coaching session with you? Um, have you had editors open their hearts to you? I feel like I might get emotional if I talk too much about what I'm struggling with. Um, do they, I mean, it's not like it's a, a therapy session, but, uh, it, it is personal. I mean, people who go through nutrition programs break oh, down yeah. and cry. I mean, it's, that has nothing to do with anything, but what I'm saying is, with business, it's your blood, sweat, tears kind of thing. When you're a solopreneur who maybe aspires to be an entrepreneur, you know, there's everybody has different goals and mindsets when they decide to become a freelancer. Um, what's it like? What's it yeah. like in a session with you? I want to know because I want to have a session with you. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite answer that my coaching clients yeah. and the club members will laugh at is it depends because it's all mm. different. Uh, I okay. offer different types of coaching and then offer different types of packages. So for example, yesterday I have um, a coaching type that's called the GSD mm -hmm. day, which stands for get stuff done or what other, <laughs> other S word you'd like to put in the middle of that. I love that. And it's all on Voxer. And if you don't know what Voxer is oh. for those listening, it's a walkie talkie app, kind of like WhatsApp yes. or um, Marco Polo, Marco Polo without the video. Yeah. Okay. And we talk all day. 
not like wow. literally back and forth, but sh- the it's client like gets me. Yep. It's a text day and it's yeah. really good um, for people who don't like sitting on a 50 minute Zoom call and have to, you know, I mean, we got to crank yeah. out in 50 minutes or that don't have um, the ability to pay for a larger coaching package monetarily. You know, this I is less this. expensive. Um, yeah. I've had clients uh, say that it just works better for how their brain works, um, especially mm-hmm. with neurodivergent editors that might mm-hmm. need uh, more time to like marinate or think through something. And it's I feel the same way, too. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, in a coaching session, someone asks you a question and you kind of have to answer quickly. But on Voxer, I can be like, give me a minute. I'm going to I love think through this. that. I love it. It has been it, my favorite type I'm, of coaching. <laughs> I'm seeing it from both sides, too, because it's like you said, it's giving you time to give a really good quality response, not on the fly, but like really think about how you want to respond to uh, an issue. But then the person receiving it can also share things while they're eating lunch yes. <laughs> or like while they're in the car yes. or doing other things because they don't need to be sitting down in a, which is great. That's also great too. Sure. But this is like you said, neurodivergent. I can see how this is so appealing, so yep. appealing. Or people you know with who kids else, at home. You know who else uses this? Con- yeah. Kids. Yeah. Well, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> the, the level of distractions. Uh, anyway, yes. um, you know who else uses Voxer we talked about on the podcast is Caroline Malloy. And I know that you're connected to Caroline. She was on Caroline the podcast. Caroline is amazing. Yes. And she she uses them in her mm-hmm. book coaching yes. sessions. Yep. I need to think about this. Maybe I'll, I'm inspired. I might uh, yeah. play around with this idea. So anyway, keep going. For so, sure. so that's what you offer as a GSD. Yes. <laughs> GSD. <laughs> That's one type of uh, okay. coaching. Yes. And then my okay. other packages are just like, you can either do a one-off or there's a six sessions or 12 sessions, but then it really just depends on what the goals are for yeah. the client who's looking for coaching. Um, I have mm-hmm. definitely had people um, get emotional um, because yeah. at the end of the day, humans, and especially us right now, we just need someone to freaking listen. <laughs> sometimes like we just need a safe space to just let it out and yeah of course I'm not a therapist nor will I ever pretend to be so there is a line of course but I mean getting emotional I'm fine with that like that Mm -hmm. happens um and it's totally fine and I do think that people have done that because they do feel like they can open up and they do have that safe space because I'm not going to judge or you know try to fix things or reprimand or anything like that. It's just a space to talk. And we just go through what they're looking for, their goals. I have workbooks for each. Um, I'm going to, I've got two right now. I'm going to, I think, combine them, but there's worksheets uh, that we work through on goal setting and priorities and setting boundaries and, you know, making, um, what can we delegate? What can we outsource? I mean, it's, it's very all encompassing, but we just tailor it to the person. Because some people might okay. be really good at boundaries, but need help with goal setting. So then we tweak it. Another client can I be see. totally the opposite and need boundaries or whatever. I just said the opposite of yeah. <laughs> the first no, thing yeah, I you're said. Right. Vice versa. Yeah. yeah. So right, it is very right. tailored to the client. But we, I do have sort of a framework that I use yeah. to start. And then we tweak it from there. I love it. But we talk about oh everything. Gosh. Everything. Oh, I can't even, I so can't impressive. think of a topic we haven't talked about. Editing related or not. <laughs> Editing related. Kids, you could you could write family. a book. 
the world juggling, news. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's juggling a lot emotionally, physically it's draining, even though you're on your butt all day, or maybe at a standing desk all day, it's draining on your eyes, you know, oh my gosh. like it's, it's the, the mental capacity sometimes it takes when you're doing something complex. Um, which that's why Voxer's that, that, another good idea. Yeah. You're not staring at yourself or at someone else on a screen. Yeah. There's no, yes. None of that. And it's, it's it's a time to be kind of vulnerable too and honest about what you're struggling with in your company. And maybe it is just struggling to get more work. I think yep. that's that's a, that's going to be a thing now. I mean, people mm-hmm. are noticing that work is slowing down, um, whether it's from corporate or from author side of the business. It's, it is slowing down a little bit. And it tends to do that closer to the holidays. It ramps up and slows down. I've noticed um, it, it can easily, it could easily ramp up when you're getting a new, obviously, when you're getting a new client, but it's, sure. it ramps down because you're closing down projects, but then the new clients aren't really out. It's, it's, it, there, it's, there's ways. Ebbs and flows. Right? You've experienced yep. ebbs and flows. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So let's talk about our goals. What are your goals, Tara? Oh, and and what are some themes that you've seen in the, uh, in this year? I mean, what are people planning Ooh. for 2024? What are your plans Ooh. for 2024? So excellent question. Uh, and one that I can't totally answer yet <laughs> because okay. here, but here's why. So um, last year in the freelance editors club, I hosted a reflection and goal setting workshop in December. And I was like, mm. oh, we're going to do both. It was a 90 minute session. We only wow. got through the reflection piece and it was a light bulb wow. moment because I was like, cause I'm like this, I hit a goal. I'm like, great. What's the next goal? hit a goal. What's the next one? I keep going and going and I don't take time to pause and reflect. And everybody in the club needed that time to pause and reflect and not jump ahead. So I'm taking that same vibe this year. So we're going to do the same thing. We're reflecting in December. We're going to marinate. We're going to let it sit. We're going to think about it. And then beginning mid-January, we're going to goal set. So I have ideas. I always have ideas. I have too many ideas. I can't. I know. Me too. I still am trying to figure out what I'm going to focus on. A book is out there, more podcasting, you know, perhaps (sighs) a planner for editors. Uh, (laughs) There's all the ideas. Do it it all. You're going to do it all, Tara. Yeah. You've got the support. (laughs) You know, this, this, I'll share my goal and I can, if you're okay with that, I'll share, I'll share my exciting product that I've created because it ties into a lot of the things that we talked about, which is like, you know, the introverted side of us, we all are introverted. We're all extroverted when we have to be, um, I am introverted and no, you're not. Yes, I am an introvert. I am. People always yell at me and argue with me. No, you're not, but I am. And, um, when I was stuck in a very challenge, challenging edit, dev edit, mind you, I, I, I just, you know, I had that light bulb moment. And also from things that I heard through friends who have used affirmation cards and I was going to buy a set, just a general set. They've, there's thousands of these out there oh, yeah. and they're very popular. Um, and people use them as their routine. Like I will be whatever today, or you are the best uh, version of yourself today, you know, those types of things. But then I thought, well, what if, you know what I really need? I need a set of affirmation cards for editors. Yes. And that's what launched my new product. Um, uh, it's still very new. Thank you. And uh, I'll hold it up really quick uh, and you can visit it on the website. It's affirmation oh, cards it's for editors so in a box. 
Thank you so much. And I, I I think that these are one of those things that you can use. It's a tool to use to just uplift you and give you that boost of positivity when yes. there's so much negativity, constant negativity surrounding us. You yes. know your stuff, Tara. I know my stuff. But when somebody comes and is Miss Negative or Mr. Negative, it's it really can it throws us off a little bit. Yep. And I think um, having those little boosts of confidence, being in the editor's freelance club and having those sessions is that boost that we need, those little yep. things. If you're not quite ready for a one-on-one, get affirmation cards. Yep. You know, do things to positively uplift you as an editor because when you're alone, there's a lot of like darkness that can have like, I'm, I don't know anything. Oh yeah. I've been doing that this spiral. for 20 some years. Seriously. And people have that downward spiral all the time when they reach a certain level of whatever. I've, I've reached the top and now I'm like nothing. I know nothing. No one likes me. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I hope that doesn't ever happen. But um, that's why we need these little boosts. And yep. so um, this is that's everyone's goal, right? Yes. 2024, our yes. goal is to stay positive and uplifted. Um, yep. This was just Find so your great, community. Tara. Yes. Find, Find your, community, your community, wherever that is. Whether it's Wherever the club, whether is. if it's EFA or another editing Aces. group, like, yes, yep. find There's your group, so much... find your people because it makes a difference. It does. It makes and, such and a difference. Smaller and bigger groups. Think of everything, yeah. um, but that's the way to grow and learn and to grow your business. That's how I've yes. grown my business is by meeting other editors. So Tara, yep. this conversation is going to continue off the record. I hope so. <laughs> I made a wonderful friend. I admire you and respect oh, you. And I'm so, I'm so happy to have you. So thank you for your time today. And thank you to the listeners who are keeping yes. this podcast going. Um, and, and message me, DM me your goals, your plans for this year. I want to, I want to hear what they are and I'll post them on Instagram. If you, if you're willing to share with other editors, so let's do this. We're in I this love together. That. Yay! Thank you <laughs> Yay! so much, Nadia. This was so fun. I, I I'm you. just so happy that we finally got to connect instead of Me like too. circling around I know. on the interwebs. We both have we both have kids. We're I both know. busy. It's, it's with the tough. same name too. With Theo, Teddy, or is yep. it mine's yeah. Theo? Yep. Theo. Sometimes we call my Teddy Theo as a joke, but he's really Teddy. I mean, it's, but it's Theodore. Yep. Teddy is his, yes. that's what he responds same. to. Same. We yep. think the same. And really quick, I'm going to add, I know we're over time, but we, in another world, we would have been neighbors because we I was have. looking to move in your neighborhood. I was looking in that area and then we moved to Boston, but I was this close. We were talking to a realtor, looking at places. I would have never been in San Diego had that happened, but I mean, how wild we, would that have been? Very wild. Like we would have been <laughs> editor buddies getting coffee. Now I'm oh, going to yeah. get sad because we don't live in the same city. <laughs> I know. We need, a, we need in, a trip. An editing when trip. When I'm in the Chicago area. Yes. It, yes. It, yeah. If there's a conference. I mean, I, I have family still there. So well, we there will we definitely. When we meet in person, it will be. It will fireworks. be a moment. Yes. It'll be fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, be it. is, It'll be our meet cute. It'll be our editor meet cute. <laughs> Yes, it will. I'm so excited for when that day happens. It will. Um, <laughs> thank 2024. you. 2024. <laughs> this is our goal, Tara. We're gonna meet. We're gonna there meet each is. other. And there yeah, we go. There we That's go. That's my big goal. We'll end it where that. Yep. <laughs> That's my goal. Drop, drop the mic. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. This was so. We can thank keep you. going. This was so much fun. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the editor's half hour. 
This podcast is your go-to resource for editorial trends, opening the discussion for new ideas through the real-life stories of editors. For more information about Nadia Jaja Pupa and her business, visit peakpublishing.com. That's P-I-Q-U-E publishing.com. Be sure to follow Peak Publishing on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And remember to subscribe and follow The Editor's Half Hour wherever you get your podcasts.